Hey, do you want to speed up your success as a consultant or coach this year? Spoiler alert, you're not going to get there by doing more faster. You're going to get there by going slow to grow fast. And I'll tell you all about it in this episode of the Enough Already podcast. And welcome to the Enough Already podcast. This is the show for consultants and coaches who want to forge their own path to success in their careers and their lives. I'm your host, Betsy Jordan. I'm a business mentor and a brand messaging strategist for remarkable consultants and coaches and their unique strengths. You can find out more about me and my VIP strategic mentoring and messaging programs on my website at www.betsyjordan.com. Now remember, Jordan is with a Y, not an A. So let's get into this. First off, Happy New Year. It's officially been a year since I moved to Denver, and it is absolutely wild for me to have this ex-Florida girl to be able to have a white Christmas with snow, etc. And so while the snow and mountains are really great to look at, this dry climate here in Denver has done some serious damage on my skin and especially on my hair. Now, I didn't realize how bad my hair has gotten until I asked my brand new hairdresser to help me get my hair back to the copper red that I really like. So over the past year or so, my hair has gotten darker and I don't like it and I wanna go back to the red that you see on my website. So here's what happened. I go in there and I say, listen, this is what I want. This is what I look like at my photo shoot. This is what I want. And she said, no, because your hair is damaged. I'm like, no, 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 no. There's a way to do it. I always get highlights. You can just start putting the copper highlights in there. And then she told it to me straight. She said, as much as I might want my copper hair back, what I would be doing is slapping on some new color on dead hair. And what I had to do was wait to be patient, to repair my hair, and then I could do whatever I wanted. But I had to wait and focus on repairing my hair first so it could be healthy and be able to handle whatever color she put on or whatever else I might wanna do in the future because my hair needed to heal from the inside out. So you might be wondering, what, why in the world Am I telling you this story on a show that's for consultants and coaches? And I'm going to tell you why. In my years as a business mentor and as an entrepreneur, I know one thing about us new mid-career consultants and coaches and business owners is that we can get impatient about the goals we want to achieve and we look for hacks. So how many times do we just let our money fears take over and we just do like scattered tactics to get clients and then we get the hit or miss results that come with it and the impact on our self-esteem? Or how many times do we let our discomfort with marketing cause us to sub-optimize our potential and just settle for being positioned and paid as a subcontractor, an hourly service provider for hire versus the expert and thought leader we know we're capable of? So what I want to do in this particular episode is give you my solution. This is something I tell my clients all the time and something that I had to apply to myself with my own frustration with my hair, which is to go slow to go fast, slow down to speed up. As my hairdresser encouraged me, I needed to build resilience first from the inside out to have the long-term results. This is what I want you to have. So I know you got a million goals for this year. There's so many things you want to accomplish. You're chomping at the bit to get there. And the thing is, is that if you want to achieve that kind of success over the long term, you're going to need to slow down to speed up. 
So in this episode, I'm going to go over the steps to building a sustainably profitable business that delivers on the impact that you want, the income that you want, but you could also have a business that you can scale and one that you're actually in love with and are excited about building and the ways that you can overcome those money and vulnerability anxieties that will keep you from going slow to go fast so you can do this approach with confidence. So that's what we're doing today. By the way, if you wanna learn more about what the actual stage your business is in and how to grow your business your way, I got two brand new freebies for you. These are quizzes that I've created on my website. So one is all about getting your custom business build resource library based on the stage that your business is in. And the other is about discovering your consulting or coaching superpowers so that you can use your strengths to go through this roadmap that I'm gonna be going over in this episode. So you can access both of these quizzes at www.betsydorton.com forward slash downloads. So now without further ado, Let's get into it. Let's talk about how do you strategically slow down to build your sustainable success from the inside out. As I go through each steps, I want you to be thinking about where your business actually is right now. And if maybe you skipped over a stage or you glossed over it so that you can go back and make sure that your foundation is really solid. And the thing also about this roadmap is I wanna make sure that as you go through each of the steps that you are making sure, did I complete each step with excellence? So not just did I do the step and I just kind of glossed over it, did I do it really well? And then I was able to move on. So what I mean by that is, did you build the mindset and confidence that each step offers? And if not, just go back to whatever step that you miss so that you can catch up and make sure that your business, again, is on that solid foundation. So now without further ado, I will really get into the steps. And the first step is all about starting the right business. And the right business is choosing a business model that delivers on all of your priorities, purpose and profits. It's about creating a monetization path that leverages your unique strengths. So ultimately the right business model will serve all parts of yourself. So every aspect of who you are, from the person who wants to be really rational and making sure that you can make money, it has to deliver that, but also the other parts of you that has fun with your work and how you like to express yourself and who you wanna help. So you wanna make sure you have a monetization path and a business model that serves all of you. So there's some specific decisions you're gonna wanna solidify in this stage. First things first is, do you wanna have a business to business type of business, a consulting or coaching business that serves organizations or a business to consumer, a business model that supports individuals? So way back in episode eight, I talk about the differences between consulting and coaching, but in in a nutshell, what this means is deciding who will most benefit from the transformation you offer. Is it an organization or is it an individual? And then also you wanna be thinking about how big do you want your business to be and where you wanna run it from? You know, Are you trying to grow a firm with lots of people? Is it gonna be a solo enterprise? Do you wanna be able to be location independent and work from wherever? You wanna get those ideas about your lifestyle clear so that you create a business model that supports this. And the other decision you wanna make is how you're gonna monetize your best 
at strengths and what types of products and services you most want to offer. So let's say you're an amazing teacher and you love doing workshops. So therefore, that would be a key monetization path. Or maybe you're really great at strategic thinking and advisory. So perhaps a trusted advisor type of program might be working better for you. Now that Discover Your Superpowers quiz will definitely give you some ideas about your zone of genius, but you could also really just dial into yourself. You know, what are those compliments that people give you all the time that you shrug off and you say, ah, that's nothing. That is a clue to your zone of genius and you want to use your zone of genius in your business. So the thing is, why I'm so passionate about this is I started the wrong business. You know, when I first started my business and I left Disney and I was first becoming an entrepreneur, I'm like, well, logically, you know, starting a consulting business would make sense since I was an internal OD consultant at Disney for all those years. But the thing is, is that I knew forever how interested I was about strengths and branding. I remember when I was working on the Disney's Animal Kingdom branding project. I love that one. And I worked really closely with the brand managers on that project. And I'm like, oh, I would love to do something like this with individuals. But I ignored it because, you know, my formal expertise is in organization development. My master's in, in organization development. So I ignored it. And this is why in my brand messaging program where I work one-on-one with my clients, I really push them to not settle because I did and it took me years. It's so much harder to change the wrong business into the right one versus starting the right business the first time out. And one of my favorite clients, um, I interviewed her on the podcast. Her name is Denise. She's in episode 62. We talked a lot about this. So Denise is amazing. So she's got this long-term experience as a CIO. And initially she was thinking, okay, well, I wanna start my own business. Maybe I'll help other organizations in technology. But what she started to identify as we started going through this work is there's this other expertise that she developed. One thing that was really unique for her is that she's a Latina woman and she made it to the top spot in the C-suite as a technology leader, which is very unusual. And so she has been that person that people keep coming to for mentorship to, and guidance to help them achieve the same kind of success. And when we talked about this, this is what she realized that this is what she wanted to build this business on. This is the expertise. So you have a formal expertise expertise, but you have an informal expertise that you've developed on your own. And that's just as valuable. So you have to decide which business works best for you. So think about this for yourself. Let's talk about application around this step to your business. I want you to think about your perfect day, your perfect week, your perfect month, perfect year. What does that look like? Who are you working with? What are you doing? And what do you want people to say when they're done working with you about the value they get they, that they got just because they work with you? And then decide what is the right business for you? Not what everybody else thinks you should do, not what your accountant might tell you is the most logical. What's the right business for you? Because I believe the business that you want and that's in your heart is the most profitable business. And then you also wanna be thinking about what are the fears that are gonna pop up that's gonna stand in your way? I'll kid you not, dealing with fears is the single most important task here because as you face them here, you're gonna have the skills to face them at every other phase of your growth. So when we're talking about the next stages, which is around building your brand and your website and asking clients to work with you, if you know how to deal with your fears here, you're not going to be able to let yourself play small when you put a price against what your services are, you'll be able to own it because you know how to deal with your fears. So how you deal with your money, vulnerability, failure fears, your imposter syndrome, 
defines the business success that you'll ultimately create. Again, this is why it's so important to go slow to go fast is so that you can address them and get these skills that you need to overcome fears as they come up. And they will come up, I promise you. They're gonna come up over and over and over again. So that's step one. Now let's move on to step two, which is all about clarifying your breakthrough brand. I don't believe that we create a breakthrough brand. We discover our breakthrough brand. So this is all about getting clear about what you do and how you stand out for the competition. So the heart of your brand promise is who you help as a consultant or coach and the problem you help that person solve and how you convert that problem into a remarkable value. That is the heart of your brand promise and also how you're different from the competition, which may or may not be other consultants or coaches. For example, one of my clients is a fractional CFO and he was moving more into a strategic advisory type of role for people in the crypto industry. And as we worked on his market scan, what we identified is his competitive set isn't necessarily other consultants or coaches because there's not a lot of people going after this particular industry and supporting people in this particular industry. But the people that he is competing with is accounting firms and the clients who are trying to do their finances and taxes on their own or actually just avoiding them altogether. But that's his competitive set. So when you think about your differentiation, it's not just what you think the differentiation might be just from the industry standpoint, it's from the perspective of the ideal client and how they think about who they can go to instead of you. The other thing about your breakthrough brand, my big tip to you is not to worry so much about being the best at what you do, but try to identify how you're different and unique. So I'm gonna give myself as an example, there's a million business coaches and digital marketing experts out there, tons of them. So I can narrow it down and say, where's my differentiation is I focus on the consulting and coaching industry. But even if you look at those competitors, there's so many people who wanna help consultants and coaches like you. But I narrow in on the brand messaging and the foundational aspects that most people overlook and minimize. That's how I'm different. And what's fun about when you figure out what's different is you can create your own path, how you want to see it, because nobody else is really doing it. And you are really setting that that, um, standard for what you want to do. So what about you? Do you know who your ideal client is from the inside out? If no, definitely check out episodes 38 and 39 on this. And then another way to think about your differentiation is think about the gap between where your ideal client is today and where they wanna be. And how do you uniquely bridge that gap? It's not just like, okay, well, here's the steps, here's the details of the process. Look at that process that you might suggest is the success roadmap for them. And then think about what's unique about your success roadmap. How does it stand out and how is it different from other people who do what you do? Or again, as I mentioned, how your ideal clients will think about who your competitors are. That's how you can figure out a big part of what makes you different and stand out. So that's step two. Now let's move on to step three, which is all about building a credible website that converts. So here's the thing. A lot of people will tell you "Eh, a website's no big deal. All it is is just, you know, an online brochure or maybe like a, a big online resume that just shows you're legit. It's not really true. That is 
only true is if all you really want it is to serve in that way and you just have to realize that from a marketing standpoint and a sales standpoint, you're really gonna start working on getting clients in the same way that you got jobs, which is not the same as attracting and landing clients as a business owner. So if you invest in a high quality website that's filled with warm, relatable images of you engaging conversational copy, your website is a tool for attracting clients, converting clients, and establishing relationships with your future clients long before you ever meet them. You know, the other thing about your website is the quality really matters. It could determine whether or not you are looked at as sort of like that hourly service provider or really that premium brand that's worth premium fees. Like I know for myself, when I first started my business, like actually before I got really serious about investing my business, when I first left Disney and I was sort of freelancing, I did get a friend to create a website. And it was just, you know, just like what I'm talking about here was an online brochure But once I got serious about growing my business and I built a website, a really great website with great pictures, great copy and all of that, it changed the game for me. I was able to instantly raise my fees even though I got clients from leads because of how my website looked and how it established me as that premium brand. The other thing too is it gives you that legitimacy from your own mindset as well as like, oh, okay, I'm really am that premium brand and I am really worth those fees. So the thing is, from my standpoint, um, I've worked with many clients on building their website. It's the best part of the process. There is nothing like that reveal when a client gets to see a website that looks and feels like them and is poised to present them as that premium brand. It's, it's game changing for my clients and it's really satisfying for me. We've had many clients that we worked with on their websites this past year. In fact, we worked on our first bilingual website. And the thing is, is that I believe about creating a website, it's a single best action learning experience to build your confidence in what you do. So the thing is about your website, it could be like what happened with me or what happened with one of my clients is his website wasn't even done and he was able to close $200,000 in new business. And again, his website wasn't even launched. But the thing is, every single person that I worked with on their website achieved the most important goal, which is that confidence in what they did from the inside out. They had an online platform that they felt proud of and wanted to direct people to. That is a big part of the game changer when it comes to, from a, comes to marketing and selling your services. It's like, oh yeah, look at all of this. But the other thing is, is that when you find the words to express what you do and you put it on your website, it turns it into reality. You know, words create form into the world and your business creates form as you build your website. So this is not something that you would want to just skimp on and underinvest in. Really use this as that opportunity and that is your platform for your scalable success is having that great high quality website. The other thing I want to just really nail here at this point is that myth that it's not possible to attract clients at your website. That is not true. I would not be talking to you on this podcast if I did not invest in my website. I would have not had almost 15 years of success as an entrepreneur. Yes, of course, if you just put a handful of keywords, it's not like all of a sudden like Google's going to say, oh, yes, I'm going to put this particular website at the top of a search. But the thing is, is that if you 
are consistently creating content. You create blog posts, articles that answers the questions people are looking for. You will get more visitors to your website. It's just simply how it would work. And so in terms of conversion, there's lots of things that you can put into that would turn those browsers into buyers, especially if you put some sort of lead magnet where people can you know, give their name and email in, a, in exchange for something of value that you can give them, or an easy way for people to book a call with you. That is a way that you can get your website to convert. And it is possible, it is true, you can attract and convert clients with your website. Even if you're a consultant or coach, it works for us. So what about you? Take a look at your website or your lack of website. And what is it saying about you? Is it, is it showcasing you as these solutions your clients have been looking for? Are you positioning yourself as a premium brand worth premium fees? And if not, what's holding you back? Is it just money or is it your confidence that's holding you back? You know, the thing is about a website, I know for sure, is every penny I've invested in a high quality website, I got 10, 100 fold back. And so it, it could just be that you don't have a lot of money, but even if you don't, you can still do a really great single page website that's high quality. So if you're not creating that quality and that conversion potential, why not? And just think about that. All right, now let's talk about step four. So you've clarified the right business, you've built your breakthrough brand, your foundational messages that directs your marketing, you've got this amazing website that showcases the best of you. Now it's time to build a marketing system that consistently gets you clients. So if you're someone who loves consulting and coaching, but you hate marketing and sales, don't worry, you're not alone. But let me be clear about something. If you are not in charge of your marketing and sales, if it's not an integral part of what you do as the CEO of your own consulting or coaching enterprise, you won't get that control over your career that you wanted when you first decided to leave your nine to five role for entrepreneurship. When you decided to have your own business, you want control. And the only way you're gonna get that control is if you are in control of your marketing and sales because your marketing and sales shapes future clients thinking about who you are and what you offer and your sales is how you pitch specifically how you're gonna deliver results for that specific clients. So if I did not take charge of my marketing and sales, I'd still be getting lots of inquiries for consulting engagements because that's what I did for all of those years and that's what all of my network knows me as. So when I pivoted my business from consulting to the brand messaging and mentoring and the websites and all the stuff I do now, I had to change the market's thinking about who I am and the only way I did that was through marketing and through sales. And so you wanna shape thinking about who you are. You wanna be in charge of that and especially you wanna be in charge of how you land clients. This is why it's not like everybody who does subcontracting, this is awful. It's not, you know, it could work for some people, but people who really want to carve their own path to success in their careers and their lives has to carve it beginning with how you land the work. And so if somebody else is deciding what you do, you don't get to deliver the results. Like I had one client I worked with this particular year and they were frustrated because they were treated more like an ad agency rather than strategic branding brand builders. And so what we had to do was take charge of that posi that positioning, take charge of how they are showing up with their clients and give them the opportunity to offer that. And so if you just wait for whatever, that's what you're gonna get. So to build this marketing system that consistently gets you clients, there's four shifts you need to make. 
the first shift is get a vision for a marketing system and get an idea that you wanna be able to have a system where people are consistently aware that you exist. So you don't wanna be doing one-off tactics. You wanna do consistent tactics that will draw people to your website, convert them into clients, and just make people aware that you exist. The second shift is you really need to change your perception on marketing and sales. It's really not begging for an audience and it's not about shameless self-promotion. It is about service. Modern marketing is about relationships and service. And this is what you do as a consultant or coach. You're better than anybody in developing relationships. So marketing, and modern marketing is about serving people. And then the other thing about marketing that you have to create a shift in your mind is letting go of this false belief that I should already know how to do this. This is one of the biggest myths, especially for people who've been in business for a while, is that I should already know how to do this. And so then you'll avoid developing the skills around marketing because you feel like you should already know it. First off, if you're a first time entrepreneur, you don't really know how to do marketing, even if you have a marketing background. Online marketing is always changing. Marketing as solo a con Solo consulting or coaching business is very different than marketing for a, a, a brick and mortar business or a different type of enterprise. And there's so much out there. You know, the thing is, is that you can sit on many, many podcasts like this, or you can download webinars and you could do all kinds of things. They'll tell you what, what, what you should do, but not a lot delve into the how. So that's why I started my Purpose to Profits Academy. You know, one of the things that we're doing this year, we're kicking off in, um, in a week, a new series on social media for skeptics. And so we all know we should be on on social media. The question's gonna be like, how do you do it? You know, how do you create a post? How do you come up with ideas? How do you format those posts? You know, how do you get the algorithms to love you more than they do right now? You know, it's a how, that's what gets us stuck. So what I want you to think about for yourself is how many years have you invested to develop your expertise that you're using right now for your consulting or coaching? You know, you probably would have no problem signing up for additional trainings and certifications to build on those skills. You probably had no problem getting your advanced degrees and other things that you did develop to develop that expertise. But why not with marketing and sales? What is keeping you from growing these skills, which are essential, you know, as a consultant or coach, that every business has to have all of the departments. You need a finance department, an accounting department, you need an operations department, you need an HR department, and they all need marketing and sales. So if you're running your own enterprise, marketing and sales is part of what you do. So what is keeping you from really appreciating this part of your role as the CEO of your enterprise? Now we're at the final step. And this step is all about becoming a thought leader. So this step is all about taking your place as a recognized industry expert and influencer. So there's a lot of people out there who might put this step earlier in the process, but you know, I really like Maslow and I like what he has to say about how we meet our needs and that we build our foundational needs of safety, security, belonging, competence first before we meet our self-actualization needs. So that's why I put this thought leadership step at the end, because I believe that once your client results are on autopilot, you're out there, you're making a difference with the clients that you know you want to help, you'll have the insight and the mental space to take on those bigger stages. So this is the stage where you become a keynote speaker, you start a podcast or a YouTube channel, you write that book that you have in your heart. This is the way that you're going to express your bigger why and your bigger message. But here's the thing about this step. 
Remember in how I said that you're going to be facing fears and you have to handle all those fears in step one? These fears are going to come back up again for you as you want to take a bigger stage. You're going to have questions like, you know, who am I to deliver this message? Or what about, no, what if nobody cares about what I have to say? And that's why you're going to need help. You're going to need programs. One of the favorite programs that I've been a part of that I highly recommend is Speaking Your Brand's Thought Leader Academy. It is ideal if you're somebody, especially who wants to become a keynote speaker, you know, or if you're just at the beginning stages and you just want to get clarity on like, how do I get my content creation routines going? And how do I start getting clarity on like what my messages are and I just want to kind of do it slower or I just want to get that initial brand building or content creation um, stuff kind of going on, that's where you can work with me. But the question is, are you ready to elevate your impact? And if so, how? And who can be the right person to help you start taking those steps into thought leadership? So those are the five steps. Just like I can't heal my hair overnight, sustainable and scalable success doesn't happen overnight. Transformational growth is a process and the only way to fully achieve it is to go slow, to go fast. So my suggestion again is to take each step with excellence. So if your consulting or coaching business is something that you just want to do for a little bit, you know, like this is like sort of like a resume filler, you know, where you're, you know, sort of in between jobs and you just want to make some money and you just want to just do that. That's cool. That's fine. You know, if you're, then just go out there and get clients. You don't need to really invest in your website. Just update your LinkedIn profile. You're good. That's fine. But if entrepreneurship, especially as a consultant or coach, is your long-term game, this is what you want to do now. You want long-term success. You want scale. Then I suggest you follow my roadmap and make sure, again, you do each task with excellence. So first things first, start the right business for you. Listen to your own heart. Trust your own heart. Dial into that and be clear on who you are and what you want. And don't let anybody talk you out of it. Really own that because what is in your heart is what you're meant to do. Second step, create a brand promise that reflects the unique value you want to create for your right fit clients with messages that directs your business development and your marketing. Step three, don't settle for an online brochure. Build a website that reflects, that matches, that mirrors the depth of your expertise and the transformation journey you're inviting your clients to. Step four, build a predictable client pipeline so that you can have the peace of mind to enjoy everything you want to do with your career and your life by having your own business. And then step five, when you're ready, step onto those bigger stages and platforms as a thought leader so that you can share your hard-won wisdom to help a lot more people. So those are the steps. Let's figure out now your next steps. What can you do? First things first, really just be truthful with yourself. Just be honest. Did you skip or gloss over a step? You know, where are you actually in this roadmap? Maybe it's clear to you from this podcast, or maybe you need additional help from one of my quizzes. If you want to take some of my quizzes, go to www.betsyjordan.com forward slash downloads. If you did skip over or gloss over a step, go back and complete it so that your foundation is strong 
and your clarity and confidence is even stronger. And if you're playing small or settling for less than your potential, ask yourself why and remind yourself of all that you invested time-wise, talent-wise, money-wise to get to where you are today. Even if consulting or coaching is brand new to you in a formal way, chances are, I'm confident of this because if you want to be a consultant or coach, this has been happening to you, for you, and with you. You have been guiding and advising others for years. Don't minimize that. That's all a part of what your brand promise and your brand image should reflect is all of those years. You just might need to look at it sideways in terms of how you might might have advised people when you were a corporate leader and how that translates to your own business. So that is it for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. If today's episode lit a fire in you, please rate and review the Enough Already podcast on Apple Podcasts and subscribe wherever you're listening. If you need help getting to the heart of what you do and finding the words that resonate with your clients and get them excited and wanting to work with you, definitely learn more about my VIP mentoring and messaging programs. You can find out more on my website. And until next time, thank you again so much for listening. Thank you for tuning in. If today's episode lit a fire in you, please rate and review Enough Already on Apple Podcasts or subscribe wherever you listen. And if you're looking for your next step, visit me on my website at BetsyJordan.com and it's Betsy Jordan with a Y and you'll learn all about our end-to-end services that are custom designed to accelerate your success. Don't wait, start today.